Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back is Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! to do and welcome into more important issues it is sunday september 25th your vols our vols all vols four and oh with a win over florida man feels good it's it was very exciting but it was almost more of a relief because of the end but talk about being fired up going into bye week before going to baton rouge yeah, you got to look at it as Tennessee won. It doesn't matter what the score is. Yeah, you're up 17 with four minutes to go, and, you know, Florida had a chance to win it at the end, but you beat Florida. That's all you can ask for. That's what you go into this game to be 1-0 at the end of the day, and Tennessee did that. Um, a lot of things to fix, 100%. I think there is some stuff to fix offensively, not as many as defensively, but uh, – yeah, overall, Tennessee won this ballgame. That's all you can ask for. That's all Tennessee fans will should really talk about is, hey, we won. We won, yeah. we won, we won, and we won. Yeah, you talk about – I don't want to, like, harp on the, the things to fix, so I'll, I'll just kind of say this for that. You, your bye week comes at a good time. I know it's, it's a little early. You'd probably like it, especially your meat of the schedule gets late. But last night was emotional. Um, last night was – I told you it'd be a, a slugfest. So it comes at an opportune time uh, before you got to go on an away trip to uh, just – you. listen, I think it's the best stadium in the country when it's in form like it was last night. But before you go to just as, you know, up there, a absolutely rowdy stadium, probably going to be a night game that's looking at after A&M beats Arkansas uh, late last night. So to get that break, not just physically but also emotionally – um, kind of be able to go back to the drawing board, get some guys healthy, get look at getting some things fixed. I think this is a real opportune bye week. I like the bye week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's that health-wise. I think Tennessee just, you know, Jabari Spall has, has been banged up. He looked a lot better yesterday with that shoulder kind of held, kind of held up. Sorry, I just ate. I'm just burping <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> So yeah, uh, he looked he looked great, and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that when we get the guys who impress. But uh, yeah, I think getting Cedric Tillman back will be huge. I think they need more depth at corner. They have some guys banged up, Warren Burrell and D Williams, and you saw that yesterday. I mean, at one point in the game, you had Brandon Turnage and Deshaun Rucker at corner, mm-hmm. and you know maybe you throw them out there to see if you could get anything else because the other two guys weren't getting it done either. But you know probably not exactly who you would want to go to in a game that close. Yeah, and health is a big thing. Tennessee's been banged up. Um, 
I mean, from that Akron game, really. But even since Pitt, there's been a couple injuries. So, yeah, definitely hope to, to get healthy. Man, my favorite thing about last night and this morning is just how mad Gator fans are. Um, they're going to change the name from Crocodile Tears to Alligator Tears. It's been so embarrassing. They are crying. My favorite thing is they've they've tried to hang their hat on the recent history of it, but it just, I mean, it just goes to show you history don't matter. You lost. They're, they can they can say it now, but it look at their response from last night, and you can tell it does not matter. This year is mm-hmm. the only one that matters, and you lost. Yeah, and I saw another thing, and I think it was on College Game Day when they were talking about the checker kneeling and, and everything like that and how, you know, Tennessee's one in four checker kneeling. They haven't beat Florida in five games. We've talked about this on this show. This is a new team. Yep. And maybe those previous teams find a way to lose that game yesterday. I know it seemed like Tennessee was trying to maybe lose it there at the end, but at the end of the day, they won the ball game. Um, yeah, same absolutely. with Pitt. You know, I don't even know if a year ago Tennessee wins that ball game. Um, no, it, but 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 th- this team has seemed to figure it out. They have their, you know, their their stallion at quarterback, and he he's going to lead them to the promised land. I think Tennessee's Tennessee's defense for me was especially in the first kind of quarter when, when Tennessee's offense was struggling a little bit. We not really struggled. They fumbled, and then. Um, but Tennessee's defense, you know, Florida's driving. They they stop them on fourth down. Florida drives again. They get a missed field goal. I thought that was two huge stops for Tennessee's defense. Even though when you're looking at it, at the the box score, you can tell defensively, hey, this is horrible. Yeah, and at it, times it was horrible. But right. but the, those two stops are huge for Tennessee down the stretch. Yeah, and Tennessee. One thing I'll kind of give credit to Billy Napier in Florida is is not only going for it on fourth down, but making the most of their opportunities there. I'll give them that credit because it's hard to – you feel like you just got off the field. You get, I mean, several big third down stops. They were 7 of 15 on third down. Um, so several big uh, third down stops, and now you're out there for another play. And, that, and that's deflating, and they couldn't find ways to get off the field. And I, I told my brother during the game, kind of turned to him, and I said, man – this defense isn't playing – they're not playing great. They're not playing <clears throat> terrible, though. They they're they were very much in that bend-don't-break attitude for a lot of the drive, and then Florida gets an extra down because they are going and being effective on fourth down, and that's that's a heartbreaker, man. That's that's tough to do. Um, but I think the biggest credit to them is Florida outgained you in yards, and you still won. Yeah. So, bend-don't-break was a lot. I don't love that, but – Ben don't break was alive and well. Um, that turnover in the fourth quarter, huge. Really, I mean, you can count the, the interception at the end. It wasn't going to be caught by any Florida player if he doesn't, if uh, Kamal doesn't catch that. So, you can, if you want to say we won the turnover battle, you, you can. Um, but if you watch the game, Tennessee didn't necessarily win the turnover battle. But if you don't get that one, that game could be a lot different, the, the one that mattered. Um, so, that's a big play by your defensive line, of course. And speaking of turnovers, you mentioned the Princeton Fant one. How much different is that game if Tennessee defense comes up big on fourth down in the first drive? How much different is that game if they go score? Yeah, that and I think the the next one where Tennessee kicked a field goal, um, Jacob Warren had a pass. And it might have been a little behind him, but it your hands are on it. You got to catch it. Um, it, was little, it. It was a little behind you. And I, I would say – 
you gotta try you gotta be you gotta be aware of where you're at i think hendon wanted him to i'll have to go i haven't got to watch the game yet um i don't know if we should break the kind of fourth wall here and just let you guys know we had to record earlier in the day landon's gonna make fun of me again for the eighth time i gotta go to a wedding tonight um, yeah, so i haven't had a chance to watch the game other than than highlights um, but in the moment i thought hendon wanted him to sit down in that space and just catch it um, so yes, he got his hands on the ball, but I think it even goes a little bit farther in going, you just got to know where you're at on the field too. Yeah. And then later on when Tennessee, uh, I think this is third down and then we don't get on fourth down either, but he has Hennon's rolling right. And he has Jacob Warren just sitting wide open. And I think there was just that disconnect there where he's expecting Jacob Warren to just, Hey, just start running. Like, I'm going to hit you in stride, and Jacob Warren just still sits there, and he, he misses him wide open. Well, and one um, thing, and this is rule number one as a uh, receiver, um, in this situation, I know he's a tight end, but he's a receiver. He's downfield. When your quarterback rolls out, you run to him. And yep. the first steps Jacob took was away from Hendon, and that, that mm. hurt it. That hurts it. So, yeah, when you see your quarterback roll out, you got to get to him. Um, running away from him, making him throw across his body, it's not good um, for either of you guys. So yeah, you you just got to be aware of what where you're at on the field, what's going on on the field, and and give your quarterback a better chance to make plays. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, the tight end play wasn't fantastic yesterday. They did have a couple big plays. I believe it was Warren that had that little wheel route downfield on the first play of the drive going into half. Right. Yeah, that's another thing I <clears throat> I want to point out is just dialing it up. We we talked about it before the for the game on the Twitter space on, on Friday, you know, Tennessee's offense, no matter who's on the field, they're going to get some people open. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, you know, that that's true for Ramel Keaton. It was true for Jacob Warren, hey, Brew McCoy. Ramel Keaton stepping in for the the biggest, I mean, production-wise and, and just your the, your go-to safety net and Ramel yeah. Keaton. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but claps no, you're for Ramel Keaton. Just yeah. a great performance from him, especially that one play there. Yeah, I think it was number three on, on like, the, the top plays from yesterday in college football. So Jacob Warren's was to open the second half, right? Sorry. Ramel Keaton's yes. was the last play of the first half – or last drive of the first half, excuse me. Yes. Yes, yep. that's right. Okay. Yep. Um, and what a kind of step-on-the-throat moment to, to go – to, you know, halftime score that last touchdown with what? Three minutes left, I think. No, it was, like, seconds left. Half. Oh, like the, t- the touchdown to score. Yes. I thought yes. you meant the drive. I, I okay. thought the drive yeah. was actually pretty long. And that's kind of another thing I want to comment. I think me and you talked about this after the game. I talked about this somebody after the game. I was really impressed with Tennessee's ability to change pace yesterday, to kind of know the moment. Um, I know Josh Heupel wants to go fast, and, and it's hard not to go fast because he has a two-minute, 43-second drive, which Tennessee probably, if they, they wanted to talk about dialing it up, if they wanted to, they probably could have scored in a minute. Yeah, and that, that's kind of where I'm, where I'm at with this team is like if you, I don't think they do a great job of. I think it's fine when they slow down. Like their plays aren't bad. What's bad is the offense is not in a flow, so you're getting dumb penalties that put you in a, a hole. Yeah, um, and, and and then you're you're teetering on a delay of game. You're having to take a timeout. You get a false start. I mean, there's just too many things in there where I'm like. This team hasn't figured out how to bleed clock. Um, so, yeah, we're, like, I don't think anything 
bad about the entire offense. I just think this team isn't set to do that. So my argument to it would be, hey, just go score. <laughs> I mean, when in doubt, go score points. You didn't have any trouble doing that yesterday. You didn't have to punt a single time. Why just go score? Yeah, it's well. I think yes, the the penalties did happen there. I think the problem more comes is when you try to slow down and just run the ball. And I know you have to run the ball, keeping defenses honest, opening up some plays. I know that has to take place. So don't. But I think you can run your offense and still take your time at the line of scrimmage because that's my only hold out of that last drive is I felt like you got away from not only your pace, but also your, your offensive identity as a whole. I feel like you got away from, you don't have to hand it to Jabari or Jalen and go up the middle on that last drive. Every time you want to run the ball, run the ball, put it in Hinden and Hooker's hands, run the, run an option play, make deep, make, keep that. If you're going to run the ball, keep an identity to you, I think. So yes, I think, you know, slowing it down is, is part of it, but I thought they did a good job. I mean, for example, that last drive, two minutes, 43 seconds. Um, the fumble drive was three minutes and 15 seconds. I mean, wait, no, sorry. The fumble drive was two minutes, um, but you hadn't scored yet. So, yeah, I, I think it the, the chances were there. I mean, I think they showed an ability to when you need to work the clock. They're never going to have seven-minute drives, no. five-minute drives, which is fine. But – Going into the half, if you can score a touchdown and bleed three minutes from the clock, that's great. Yeah. I, I would just like the – you know, you, you kind of said in a video after that fumble that, that Anthony Richardson had, leave no doubt. Yeah. If your offense isn't built to, to slow it down and bleed clock, hey, just run your offense and go score. Yeah, and I would say at that moment, based on the – the what a touchdown would mean there, go score. If that's a twenty yeah. point game at that point, yeah, try it's just over. try to just try to bleed your clock. Mm-hmm. But go and, and and even even in a twenty point game, with the way Florida's offense has been producing, go score. <clears throat> even if it's yeah, a 15, and, even if it's a one play fifteen second drive, go score. And, and we knew Anthony Richardson was going to have a career there against Tennessee. It's just you know what this rivalry does to Florida <laughs> quarterbacks, but. Um, I just don't think the defense made it very difficult on him. I know we got to him a couple times, got some hits on him. Um, they didn't run the ball very well, and they that was kind of the game plan for for Tim Banks is you know make him throw it. Mm-hmm. He had what twenty incompletions, so or, or he only completed fifty percent of his passes, but those passes went for huge chunks of yards the majority yeah. of the time. Or you know Tennessee got in third and long pretty often, and right. Florida was able to convert. They they were four, five of six, I think, on, on fourth down. So, Tennessee just couldn't get off the field um, with Florida, and that was mainly due to the secondary. They're, they're playing off, which doesn't make sense. The linebackers dropping in coverage is slow and, and not great. Yeah, I don't even think it's all on the – I mean, yes, it's the secondary too, but the linebackers were not great. They didn't – You've got to have help underneath, especially when they drop back, and you didn't have that yeah. help underneath, which does. Corners were, were terrible coverage wise, and they couldn't tackle. You know, that one or that, uh, I don't know who it was, maybe it was a tight Kamal end. And, uh, yeah. Kamal and Tra- their first Trayvon, right? yeah. Kamal, yeah. Kamal tries to um, strip it. I mean, that was just abysmal. Yeah. 
Yeah, you already missed a tackle, and then you try to strip it and, and miss another one. That's just that was just bad football. Um, and, and, you know, I don't think you can be that bad at corner because, I mean, I don't think your safeties are hurting you, but they're not playmakers. They didn't do – where they really struggled yesterday, too, the safeties was outside the hashes. They, yeah. We got killed outside the hashes, dude. And, and a lot of that is your corners. I get that. Well, yeah. But, but, but your mean, safeties aren't there. Like, they're not going to, you know, make up for a corner making a bad play. Well, yeah, but we're, when you're getting beat – outside the hashes on a corner route and cover two or whatever, a cover two look, whatever yeah. it may have been. That's not good. Yeah. And a few of them Richardson missed on. So well, maybe <laughs> just one of them. Yeah. He, he, he missed some throws. Um, and a lot, and a lot of them were due to pressure. And that's another kind of credit to, I'll just say the defensive line because most of the day it was four or five guys rushing. We yeah. I mean, he, even on that Hail Mary attempt, Brian or, Byron Young got him around the leg, so he couldn't throw it to the end zone. Right. Because, um, God, if he threw it to the end zone, I mean, there was little doubt in my mind that it was going to be called by a Florida player. Hey, this team's different, so I was trying to hold out hope. But, yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, was, I was ready to hurl myself over the um, – my. you know, I, I know we've preached that this, this team's different, but, man, we went from 16 – to where, hey, we're just going to step on their throat at the end to 17 where, where they have a chance to, you know, throw a Hail Mary and, yeah. and win the ball game. No, for sure. And, and I, I do kind of want to, like, silver lining this a little bit because it was a win. People call this Tennessee Super Bowl. Florida threw everything they had and the kitchen sink at Tennessee. They went for it on just about – they punted one time. They went mm-hmm. for it on fourth down five times. I mean, they they – gave Tennessee everything they had, and Tennessee still won. That's going to be the uh, best game. I'll say it right now. Unless Florida shows up for Georgia because it's another rivalry and plays them tight, this will be the best game Florida plays all year. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, there's no reason why you make your quarterback take that amount of hits. And, you know, on on, on quarterback design runs, it wasn't just like him just in the – you know, flush out of the pocket. It was quarterback design runs over and over and over again, mostly on those fourth downs, um, where he's taking a hit. And you don't have a backup quarterback. Right. He was out for the game, so that it, that that was Florida's Super Bowl, whether they want to admit it or not. I mean, the hissy fit that Billy Napier threw on, on the sidelines How that told the whole story. On our last offensive drive, he comes onto the field to argue with the line judge. They get him off the field. He goes down the sideline and argues with the back judge during the play, and they don't flag him. He only gets one. You only get one flag. Yeah, one challenge flag, one penalty flag. Uh, uh, that's fair. And then he loses his mind about the review. What, he's in, I, liked, I liked him a little bit before, but he's, he's – I think, I think it, it really benefited Tennessee that he got that penalty because I don't, I don't understand why we had to burn a uh, timeout for them to review that and then goal line play. going to review. They weren't going to. I don't no. know how they – I don't know what made them finally decide. They got everybody back on the field. And still got it wrong. I, I, I didn't see – someone told me there was another replay that if you watched it longer, you see him get – he appears and you see him get pulled out of the end zone. I didn't see that. The first one I saw, you cannot see where the ball's at. You can see Jabari's waist, and he's clearly leaning forward. And I think based on that, you should be able to say a touchdown. But by rule – 
again, this I only saw the one angle that they, yeah. they apparently we only have one angle on the jumbotron guys. No, sorry, we have two angles. Um, but in both of them, Jabari was hidden, and I knew they were going to go with what went on the field when I saw those. Well, I, I mean, I'm. I don't remember all the angles on Anthony Richardson's one where they reviewed it and say it was a touchdown, but it was kind of like the same thing. Yeah, which the moment I saw that review, touchdown, easy. Yeah, I, I thought the same. But and the moment the, I saw the... Jabari, I was like, okay, yeah, it's a touchdown. Yeah. Well. But whatever, we got the benefit of the doubt. Billy Napier helped us with that. We got yeah. first down and scored on the next play. So um, didn't really matter. There was a phantom holding call that called back a touchdown. Yeah, what in the um, world? And then we score on the next play. Um, it it doesn't matter. That was the which is funny. I've seen Florida fans complain about the refs, and I didn't think they were great. But I didn't think they were great for either team. Sorry, I thought they were piss poor for both teams. I don't need to be political about it. Um, but I also didn't think because Tennessee ended up scoring on that holding call. After that holding call, that doesn't impact the game. The only thing it really did was take more time off the clock. <laughs> so I guess yeah. it helped us. Well, and we got more yards out of it, so. Right. Um, So, I I don't – I didn't think they were so bad that they impacted the game. Yeah. Well – I agree with that. Unless – if Billy Napier hadn't bailed them out, they might have, but Billy Billy bailed them out. Billy Bill. Um, Billy Bill. No, man, but what a freaking environment, too. I don't think we talked enough about that. I mean, Checker Nealon, gorgeous as ever. People wanted to say they'd look bad because of the upgrades. You're an idiot if you said that. Jumbotron didn't matter. Party deck was in white. Still looks gorgeous. It was awesome. Yeah, I loved every second of it. Um, I I loved at the end where where they're doing the the Jaws thing, which doesn't make any sense anyway. That you're that's a that's a movie about a shark. But hey, whatever, whatever you want to do. But I love that Tennessee fans started doing it to them. I wish yeah, we had uh, waited on the Gator jump. Came a little too early for my taste. Game wasn't over yet. It should have been. If we were up 30 at that point. Yeah, it, it should have been. Gator jump. Do it. The whole stadium. I mean, it was it was funny to see the whole stadium do it. That's just an ultimate troll job. Yeah. And I love that Florida fans are calling it trashy. You do it. You do it. <laughs> you do it. I don't get it. And I'm glad they didn't flag Jalen for the Gator killer move. That would have sucked. Oh man, um, what a f- that's that's electric. His was I clear, love it. His was clearer than John Kelly's. I love John Kelly's. But is it because he didn't get flagged? No, his was just he had the little head bob with it. Maybe the dreads coming out help it. I mean, Gator Killer. It was at home too. That probably makes it, it a little home. better. Yeah, it was at home. Um, yeah, I love I love that environment. I couldn't. I I don't remember when it happened in the game band was back in their seats but there was one time it was so loud i could not hear the band play rocky top playing rocky top and then it quieted down and they were like in the middle of the song i was like oh they've been playing rocky top this whole time yeah that's how freaking loud that place was and i was telling someone because they were like i didn't think the stadium was that loud and i'm like well you're an idiot and you probably weren't there anyways but you're an idiot um and it wasn't oklahoma 15 loud oklahoma 15 loud was before kickoff till we got Butch Jones, it was loud as crap. Couldn't hear, couldn't talk, or didn't know you were talking. Couldn't hear yourself. It wasn't sustained loud, but it was every bit as loud as Ole Miss. Probably louder than Ole Miss last year at times. Well, I think it's hard to sustain that because of, number one, your offense. Um, 
you know, you know, there's just you're just not getting like the updates and through the the PA announcement as you would a normal offense. So I, that might that might help it a little bit. Um, I think I think too at the game, Oklahoma and Ole Miss weren't on CBS, so they but it, but it felt like every three minute TV timeouts. I feel like every yard in that game was like tough to get. Yeah. Oh, Whereas this sure. one, it was just a freaking PlayStation shootout. Well, oh, in Oklahoma, I thought, I mean, I thought, I, well, looking at like Florida's yards, I thought Florida's every yard was tough to get. I thought our fans were fantastic while we were on defense. I mean. Oh, yeah, I agree, I agree with that. Early, but like. They still struggled in silent count. <laughs> the corners didn't help us out yeah. when we're, no. you know, that loud on third down and they pick up a 21-yard yeah. gain on, you know, a wide out, open corner. You know, that, that takes the sales out a little bit. So, I feel like Tennessee's defense um, yeah, didn't, didn't give them. them. Tennessee fans didn't give up. Yeah. Games break so against you. We I mean, it – Put on more it, steam. <laughs> but it, it was still a lot of fun um, and still plenty loud. Yeah. And, and I mean, there was a Florida fan. I saw it on Twitter. He was like, that's the loudest place I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. You should tell Anthony Richardson that. Or Billy Napier, whoever said it. <clears throat> Billy Napier. I think they both mentioned the – loudness um they said it wasn't that loud well, they just said it'd be a little bit louder and then anthony richardson he had said he had played in the swamp before which is a dumb well didn't they play. also said they had a great game plan for him and hooker and yeah one of the defensive players said that so um yeah that didn't work because i thought uh that third down where hendon pretty much gets sacked gets out of the pocket gains a lot of yards i don't know what the number is that was the most Josh Dobbs play I've ever seen, and it wasn't Josh Dobbs doing it. Yeah, I mean, he even moved like Josh Dobbs on that play. <laughs> I was like, that is Josh. They suit him up. So, yeah, cool. Josh. Uh, I think Josh Dobbs is faster than Hendon Hooker, but I think Hendon he's Hooker. Smoother. Yeah, maybe that's the right Josh, word. Just, Hendon kind of looks like he's, but but Hendon is has that little just jitter to him. Yeah, you know, he's got the stop on a dime where I don't think Josh Dobbs had that. I would like to see Hendon, and this is a Josh Dobbs thing too, go down a little bit earlier. You don't need to take all those hits for an extra yard. It's Florida, baby. Unless it's, it's at the, it's just it's just different. Unless it's at the line to game, just it's different. <laughs> I, I, it is. I mean, that's and that's you know you talked about if Florida Tennessee was like a you know, Tennessee, South Carolina, or even like a Tennessee Ole Miss, and it's the same two teams lined up across from each other, I like Tennessee to cover. When it's a rivalry game like this, 10 and a half, 11 points, that's a lot of points to cover. Mm-hmm. So. What, weren't we a 19-point underdog last year and we were a 10-point favorite this year? I mean, what a turnaround. Swing. And that's another thing I've seen a lot of Florida. It probably has a lot to do with Florida, but. Well, I mean, I've been saying the Florida cupboard is bare for Billy Napier right now, like for sure. But let's not pretend Josh Heupel's isn't that bare either. He's in year two, guys. Last year you had 70 scholarship players. You did not replenish everything. No. We're still, we talked about it, we like our depth better than Florida's. But our depth still isn't where it should be. So to pretend that it's just Florida completely outmatched, I know we're 10-point favorites. I think that line was high. It's not – it wasn't – it's not because of Florida's roster as a whole. Like, that's not the only reason. Yes, Tennessee's a little bit better. But Tennessee isn't where it should be yet, roster-wise. No, 100%. So, 
Get out of here. And Tennessee had over 550 yards of total offense, and one of their best players didn't even play. That's a good point, too. I mean, he's top two best players for sure on that offense. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It was a great So, I, And I think that needs to get into account. I know we're going to talk about guys to impress, but I want to go ahead and get to the Hinton Hooker Heisman candidacy. Um, that should be taken into account. His number one target wasn't even there. His security blanket wasn't even there. The guy that had 18 targets against Pittsburgh wasn't even there. Caught the game-winning touchdown against Pittsburgh. Wasn't there. What a job by Hendon Hooker. What a job by this offense. Alex Golish, uh, Josh Heupel, Brew McCoy, Ramel Keaton, Jalen Hyatt. I mean, dogs. And let me add to that, I think, you know, you mentioned number one target, safety net, um, leading or uh, uh, most targets against Pitt. Also, at the end of the year, you're probably going to be saying he didn't have a first-team All-SEC wide receiver against Florida. And I would I would probably say a decent O line. I, I think I think the O line's played pretty good. I mean I think I, I agree, but I I yeah. mean they don't have the guys like they, you know Stetson Bennett and, and they weren't Alabama last year for sure. Right. Or they aren't, I should say. Yeah. Stetson Bennett and Bryce Young have a lot better offensive line than Tennessee does. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. For so sure. what a job by him. Uh, I mean <clears throat> a point of emphasis in this game, we knew it would be, is Hinton Hooker's going to have to run the football. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did that. He It is career high uh, against Florida. I think he's the first quarterback since Dobbs to uh, rush for over 100 and throw I for over 300. Need to ver- oh, I mean, rush for over 100. I won't even need to verify that. You're right. And pass for over <laughs> 300. Yeah. Yeah, who, who else would it be? Don't, That's a good don't even point. need to double check. Um, yeah, I, I thought you were going to stop at rush over hundred. That's don't even need to verify that. We're good. Yeah, it, I mean, I just I know there's a lot of faults still on this team and a lot of things to to get right, but I just don't know how you can't feel good about LSU. You can't feel good about Kentucky. You cannot feel great about going to Columbia and just putting it on Shane Beamer. And he's going to get to celebrate in the fourth quarter because we're going to have our twos in. So, good for him. He'll get a touchdown celebration, and he'll probably <laughs> win the fourth quarter. So, I mean, I guess that's good for him. We'll all win, Shane. Um, yeah. But I, I, just looking forward at those games, I don't know how you can't feel good. And with the way this team fights, I still think the way the season lays out, I'm not – putting Alabama and Georgia in a category Tennessee can win for a number of reasons. But with the way this team fights, I don't know how you can't feel good about having a ball game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I agree. We'll see. But I mean, Tennessee's done it with a lot worse teams than they have right now. Yeah, for sure. And, and I don't like Georgia being away. Um, Athens is a tough place to play, but it is one of those rivalry games. Um, I mean, they had, Kent State put 22 on them. You know, I, yeah. I didn't watch that game, and I'm not, you know, I, I don't know exactly what transpired there, but, I mean, that makes me feel a little bit better. It makes me feel a lot better that knowing that Kent State did that than, you know, seeing what they did to Oregon Yeah, that's, that's a good in point. that first game. So, um, um, you, you get Alabama at home. Tennessee's going to be a top-ten team. That's wild. Tennessee's number nine in the uh, – Make sure I get this right. Uh, Coach Bowl. 
Okay. Moved up from number 12 to number 9. Um, let's see. I, it just stinks. I, I thought if you, you handily beat Florida, you jump Kentucky. I wouldn't have a problem with the AP not doing that now. Just because Kentucky's been ranked ahead of Tennessee. They, you... they're, they're seven. Kentucky's seven, Tennessee is eight in oh, the they, AP poll. Did they just release it? Like, yeah. Okay, I was about to say. So that makes sense to me. I, I don't have a problem with that. I do think if Tennessee handily beats Florida, it's reverse. It has to be, right? We can talk about how Okay. But no, I, I understand that voting system. I think it would be dumb for Tennessee to jump Kentucky right now, personally. I agree. I agree with that. I know Kentucky didn't look great yesterday for most of the game, but I think it's dumb to put stock into those. Like, unless you lose, it's dumb to put stock into those games. Well, and, like, if Tennessee wins by 17 or 24 or 20, you know, maybe we have a different conversation. But but you beat a team you were projected to beat. Um, so I'm sure that has to take into account as well. Yeah. I, I will want to throw Northern Illinois – Lost to Vanderbilt. So, I do want to just throw a little shot at Kentucky there, too. I'm okay with taking shots. Don't mishear me. <laughs> I'm 100% okay with taking shots. Don't. <laughs> we, we can talk that trash. That's fine with me. Um, what did, So, what did Oklahoma move down to? I'm trying to pull it uh, I do not. I don't have it in front of me anymore. Okay. I am currently. ESPN hasn't updated their website yet. I mean, which makes sense. They haven't gotten released yet. But, or if it just got released, excuse me. Um, so Tennessee moved up three spots in what what'd you say we are? Eight? Yeah, we're, we're uh, eight, yeah. Yeah, so three spots in each poll. Pretty nice jump. They moved – what was – I'll have to look at the coaches' poll. So Oklahoma – Oklahoma dropped back to 18th. Yep. How do you put – a&M ahead of them. They beat Arkansas. They lost to App State. How are we forgetting stuff that happened two weeks ago? I don't know. Who is voting on this? Utah is at 12. Yeah, that's wild to me. I don't get that one. <clears throat> what? Baylor is still at 16. Yeah, are, are they just saying, got to get in the back of the line? <laughs> BYU is at 19. What are we doing? It's got to be what it is, right? What? What is that? Get in the back of the line after you lose one. <laughs> I guess. I don't get it. I did forget Kansas State did lose, lose to Tulane. But the difference is Oklahoma didn't lose to Tulane. A&M did lose. App State, that is insane to me. Right. App State got oh. beat yesterday, too. Yeah, they did. They were up like 23-3 at one point. Something like that. Shoot, speaking of that, speaking of the game day environment, I want one of two things. Uh, and, the, and one you can fix by Alabama. I want either Wi-Fi in the stadium, God. or I want score updates. You have so, so many dang video boards. Score updates. At, break, at commercial breaks. I just, I don't want to be on Twitter. I don't need to be on Twitter. I want to see the scores of college football. 
I want my ESPN app to work. That's it. I don't feel like that. Yeah. Much. I don't get it either. I mean, I do want to apologize. Like, I know we usually give score updates, but I my my phone doesn't work. And I got called out last week when I tried to send off a tweet, you know, with a score update, and it went out 30 minutes later, and they're like, well, this guy's drunk. Well, I can't help it. I'm in the stadium, so. <laughs> I think you should just, like, put them all in your drafts, and when you get – when we get Just them, let like, them all go at once. <laughs> all go at the same time. I think you should do that. Yeah, I do. Um, that'd be funny. But, yeah, no, the AP is stupid. Clemson, did they – Clemson didn't move. And I know they won. But what are we doing? How does Oklahoma State – I mean, they didn't play. That's just – okay. They just moved up when Oklahoma dropped. The coaches poll dropped them back to 16. They did – the coaches poll at least kept them ahead, ahead of A&M. Didn't Bush Jones on the coaches poll this year? Yeah, I think he, he is. He lost yeah. to Old Dominion. Um, or not, Old Dominion, right? Mm-hmm. Or is that who App State played? Yep. Who did App State? Jay he won me some money, so I appreciate it. He, I bet on Old Dominion to cover. Four and a half. I think they won by three. Oh, I bet on just to win there in a parlay for me. Um, not great on picks, actually. Um, One and four this week. And same. When I, when I went back and looked at it, the problem was what I messed up on is I took touchdown spreads in tough games. Yeah, two tough games. And I shouldn't have taken them. That's my yep. So, I'm an idiot. I, you had, I, USC, Vegas was trying to tell us that, you know, USC was not going to cover against uh, Oregon State. And uh, what an ugly game that was. I didn't watch any of it. I I stopped watching it. It was seventeen to fourteen was the final, and I fell asleep. I was exhausted. I fell asleep during the Kansas State Oklahoma game, so I didn't even see that final until the morning. Mm. Yeah, that was bad too. <clears throat> Not a great game from Oklahoma. Right, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of hot seat, <clears throat> is Scott Frost re hot seated after Adrian Martinez goes to Kansas State and beats Oklahoma? <laughs> is Nebraska and Scott Frost are officially? On hot seats as a whole. They should be. Yeah. So. They should love be. To see it. You, lo- you love to see that transfer happen. Um, speaking of transfers, I'm going to go back to Tennessee. Brew freaking McCoy. That boy's got a dog in him. He's so good. Um, uh, and I, I still don't think he's utilized enough. No, and I think he is. Uh, I think. He's a victim of wealth. There's just so oh, for much sure. wealth around him. <clears throat> but I, I think he just wasn't utilized. And Tennessee didn't have to punt. So, you know, it, it's just me being a wide receiver homer, I guess. But, uh, I mean, like, he tore them up in the first half. Yeah. And I don't, like, in the second half, you didn't really see a whole lot of them. And I think the same with Jalen Hyatt. But uh, then again, like – this this defense kind of takes what they give them, and they got the tight ends more involved. We saw some running, you know, uh, running backs involved in the passing game with Jabari Small. You're able to run the ball more efficiently with Jabari Small and, and Hendon Hooker because Florida just, 
I don't know. Right. They can't stop anything. Um, well, and he, it brewed impact to the game more just than catching. He had a great block. I'm sure he had more, but one that stood out to me was on that Jalen Hyatt screen. Yep. I mean, just a phenomenal block that he made because nickel, corner, whoever came up and tried to make that play made a phenomenal play. He was just met by a more phenomenal play. By and, and, you know, credit to Josh Heupel and Alex Golish for, for you know, setting this up. But, you know, they, they did like the fake, block and and get off and that's why he was so wide open on that one play yeah um is because he is so physical that you know defender has to like oh crap here we go again (laughs) and then he runs right by him i like that he's just a faster this is nothing against our boy juan i mean jj jet playing you love him but he's just a faster juan jennings i know he's wearing 15 so that you know probably makes me think that even more but he's (laughs) big and physical and he wants to he wants to hit He's well, he, he's a lot smoother than Juwan. Yeah. Um, now, Ju- Juwan's just different. Hey, I think I think Bruce getting into dog territory. But it, dog, he doesn't. He dog. doesn't. Sh- he doesn't show it emotionally. No. no Whereas, no. like the emotions just spilled out of Juwan Jennings. Juwan's a ball for sure. Like he's a, yeah. He's a no doubt about where where he wanted to be. And not that's not against Juwan's just a great football player. I don't know how great of a receiver he is. Yes. But he's just a fantastic football player. Right. And that's now, Brew McCoy we, looks like a dang good receiver. Yeah, well, you talk about the passion. That's not saying Brew McCoy doesn't want to be at Tennessee. Don't mishear me. Juwan just grew up in Tennessee, wanted to play at Tennessee, mm. wanted to be at Tennessee so bad that he was willing to move positions to be at Tennessee and do whatever he needed to do to help the football team win. Yeah, I, I will say this, that uh, I think it was after the game where Brew McCoy was like, I made the best decision of my life. Yeah, and coming yeah. here, I mean, that's again. just awesome to hear. And I think it, it again, I, I tweeted this after Akron and or maybe Pitt. How, how does if you're a wide receiver in this country, how in the world do you not look at Tennessee and be like, dude, I want to play in that offense? Spreading, spreading this wealth around, seeing these guys get the yards they're getting. I mean, I don't think Tennessee could get him away from Ohio State. You're probably keeping your name around with Carnell Tate. Oh, for sure. I mean, definitely got to get him on campus, and then we'll be talking about it a little bit more. The those the rumors will start flaring out, but but I mean, the rumors have even started already before seeing yeah all the other guys saw Cedric Tillman get the targets. Now yeah, apparently he talks out. with Tennessee, but you know you gotta you gotta get him on campus right. to to see if that's actually something you could possibly do. But you know, I know Ohio State is. They're doing a lot offensively that Tennessee's doing. So, right. but man, they got guys running butt naked down the sideline against Florida in a rivalry game. I don't know. They got they got checkered. Uh, what's that? The 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 shoe. The shoe. Is that... Oh, the horseshoe. Yeah. Yeah. No, they checkering that thing. No, the coolest thing they have, and as a band guy, I love it. But the only cool thing they have, football teams not even on the field for it, is dot in the eye. Mm. The well, well, you're a huge Ohio State because... fan because you named your dog Brutus after uh, <laughs> after the Ohio I State. Didn't, I didn't name my dog. I just love my dog. There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference. Um, also, the story about him getting named is hilarious, absurdly hilarious. 
Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about recruits because it was a big, big weekend. Uh, I know mostly for the 24 class, but big weekend as a whole. But before we do that, I know we've talked kind of bounce some idea or bounce some guys around as that we love seeing, but just name them guys who impressed. Yeah, guys who impressed for for me, I think Jabari Small just getting him going was huge. He looked kind of that old Jabari Small when he had that forty yard run um, in the game. He looked good, you know, catching balls out of the backfield. And that that forty, I don't did I correct it? It was the forty yard gain to open the half. It was the Jacob Warren's catch was was it Princeton Fant? Jacob Warren's catch was to open our first drive of the fourth quarter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think after the fumble was Jacob Lawrence. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> I thought he really impressed me. You know, I think this is a good bye week for him to get that shoulder healthy, you know, before LSU. I think it showed yesterday that Tennessee's best running back is Jabari Small. We just haven't seen it up to this point. Right. Um, I thought Jalen Wright did fine, but Jabari Small, you know, had that extra gear in him yesterday. I don't know if it was just. Florida, whatever it was, but hey, if you know, if he needs some tackling fuel or whatever from for Bobby Boucher, you know, just picture LSU in a Florida uniform. Whatever you got to do. I like that. I like that. Um, my well, I want, I'm going to go receiver here. Hopefully, I don't because I'm going to double up. I don't want to steal from you. It's Brew McCoy is the you know obvious kind of candidate going for 100 yards, five receptions, that huge touchdown in the half. But you gotta love what you had out of Ramel Keaton. I mean, first off, the top ten catch, um, but also just coming in big to fill, and you play a good ball game. I mean, very impressive to see. Helps build that trust, so you might have bought yourself some more playing time, some more targets with your game yesterday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> we saw it in Pitt; like they didn't play anybody besides those three guys, and Ramel Keaton played a little bit. I think that was huge for Mel Keaton. He now has that trust in the in the offense, whereas Cedric Tillman or Brew McCoy is a little bit slow or they're a little bit tired. You should be perfectly comfortable putting Ramel Keaton in and knowing what he's going to give you. Yeah. Because I mean, Ramel Keaton gets a lot of you know he's he's not very fast, but yesterday he broke some tackles. You know, he ran up the sideline. That catch that he made was incredible. I mean, he looked he looked the part. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And was a huge part in that game. Um, you know, I know he impressed and, you know, but he was a huge part in Tennessee winning that football game. All eyes were kind of on him from the start. I mean, that's pretty big expectations to come in there for Cedric Tillman, and he did a phenomenal job. Yeah. You have – I can go defense real quick. Um, I'm going to give this one to the whole – no one really, like, stood out all on their own. The whole defensive line. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. They were kind of left to their own to to get pressure on uh, Anthony Richardson. And not only were they – they were able to kind of hold their own there, but they also did great in the run game. Um, I know, you know, Florida kind of still got theirs, but not a ton of – I think most of the breakout runs were Anthony Richardson getting out of the pocket and going, or like you said, those design quarterback runs. Um, pretty much any time – their number one guy, Trevor Etienne, got the ball. He was he was kept in in, in check. I think his long his long was fourteen yards. So yeah, that was their long for the game. Was fourteen yards. Yeah. So 
Which I mean, there he goes. I mean, it's linebackers too. If he's if he's getting past the second level linebackers or first level linebackers, got to make a play. But I just thought the, especially in the, you know, in between the tackles, just a, a great game from our, our defensive line. Amari Thomas looks like a monster. Talk about yeah. wreaking havoc on guards and centers. Yeah, that that's my next one is Amari Thomas. Um, five tackles, ta- uh, forced fumble. Two quarterback hurries. I just think he's a force that, that Tennessee loves up front. And, um, you know, he's making his presence known in these past couple games that he is Tennessee's probably best interior off, or defensive lineman. And, you know, he's he's super athletic. Like, he looks – he's way more athletic than he looks. Um, you know, that, that play that he made on Anthony Richardson, he was not – it wasn't at the line of scrimmage. Right, like Anthony Richardson was past the line of scrimmage, he had to run him down a little bit to to get to that, um, and that was a huge play in the game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it to Amari Thomas, um, another guy that I, I really liked offensively, and we've kind of mentioned him, Brew McCoy. Um, you know, I know that he had that long catch, but you know that play that he made in the back of the end zone right before the half was incredible. I love that play call too. Yeah, I don't like taking away half the field a lot, but I just thought they set it up nicely. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> you're always gonna look good when it when it works, right? Right. right. Well, I think it was more about. Uh, I think he had two receivers, and then I think he probably had a good opportunity to run it in himself too. So, play design as a whole, I thought was was uh was nice. Um, yep. yeah, and, and I mean nothing against guys we didn't name. I thought a lot of guys had some pretty good games. Um. I like man, I like Juwan Mitchell's physicality. I know he lacked in some areas, um, but we talked about wanting to see the the Big Twelve leading tackler. I think we got a good glimpse of him yesterday. Juwan Mitchell, yeah, yeah. So, can and, and he, can he be that the rest of the season and be more? I hope. Yeah, I just think we're not seeing, and, and maybe this is just practice, and um, but I'm not seeing enough of Aaron Beasley. For me no nah, he's played so good I, I agree with that yeah uh, i need to see him a little bit more and i just i feel like we saw more of him in the first half i thought he played fine i thought he played pretty good yeah i don't and then just kind of went away for the most of the second half i'm not sure what it was was it because of florida and them trying to run the football maybe um or maybe you know he's not as good in in pass coverage i i don't know but yeah, it's just weird that you know. Well, we don't have any linebackers that are great in pass coverage, so correct. You scratch it up. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he was playing so well at the beginning of the season. I just don't know why we haven't seen enough of him. Another guy that really stood out to me was Joshua Josephs. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't. I'm not sure kind of where he stands in the pecking order of this defensive line, but um, I mean. He made the most of every opportunity he had. Had two quarterback hurries, a tackle. I mean, he was wreaking havoc when he was in there. Tyler Barron played a lot, and he only had one tackle. That's just not enough for me. Yeah, and I don't want this to sound like I'm hating on the guys they rotated in. I think it was just situationally I didn't like it. We wrote, we'd make a big stop on third down, due to our defensive line usually, and rotate all four out. Yeah, I, I didn't like. I, there was one point in the game. I'm like, why did you rotate those guys out? Yeah, you, and I don't know who came. It's nothing against the guys that came in. I don't even know who came in that situation. It's well, it, just, it was a hurry up situation on like third and short or fourth and short, 
and you rotate everybody, and they're not even lined up yet, and they're trying to snap the football. I thought as a def- a whole, yes. And I thought as a whole defensively, we looked very confused and disorganized for most of the game. Yeah. God, especially in the secondary. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, pre-snap, guys. yes. But yeah. <laughs> the well, secondary yeah. the secondary looked confused all night long during plays, too, which yeah. hey. that's got to get fixed. Again, maybe hopefully this – is an opportune time for the the bye week, and you know they get some things fixed, get some guys healthy, like a, a D Williams or, um, but man, it just or, and Warren Braille, but man, it looks rough. Hundred percent. Um, one more guy I want to give that impress, uh, give out a guy that impressed is Jimmy Holiday in the kick return game. Man, thought he was explosive. Two big returns, um, got you into great field position. Uh, I mean, that's what we need. Yeah. Also, special teams as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they did well on uh, on kick return coverage. Yeah, we got to figure out that onside. Yeah, that wasn't that was that, that, that that wasn't great. You did um, go on the first one, and you you still were outmanned. We couldn't get lined up correctly. And then the second one, you got to have guys that will get are willing to get hit and go up and get the ball. Yeah. Yeah, no one really went for it, which, like, you, you're supposed to have at least one guy that's like, hey, if it's in your area, jump up and get the football, and just no one. Yeah, which, I, again, I haven't gotten to go back and watch. I need to see that front. Someone missed an assignment, too. I mean, but, you don't – you don't. the guy didn't get touched. But he didn't have to punt, so that that, that punt looked good this week. Yeah. That maybe that, maybe that's the key to it. You know, it – we were talking about how it needs to get faster. Maybe that's the key. We just don't punt. Hey, if you're if you're the punter, you should never want to be on the field. Yeah, great, people, day, great day for him. Perfect day for talk, him. I love when people talk about how, hey, they're the best punter in the country. And I'm like, well, you could just say their offense sucked too if you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming, from a, that's coming from a kicker, guys. I mean, you never want to be on the field if you're punting. Right. Um, also, Hennon Hooker. And we we, we got to give Heisman. it to him. Yeah. Hemden. Tennessee, Tennessee, I like that too. Do you see that? Yeah, Hemden. Shout out PFT dropping bangers only. I mean, he's. Who do you give it? I mean, I know it's going to take into account, like, yeah, like who's where these teams finish and, you know, who's winning, things like that. You got to throw him in the conversation. Well, here's the thing he's put himself in the conversation. Heisman's don't get one. Even when you play big games like Florida in week four, they get one in week, week nine and week ten against teams. And I know it's not that late, but teams like Alabama, mm-hmm. teams like Georgia, they get one in those bigger moments. Johnny so, Manziel, perfect example. Yeah. So you gotta you got to have these kind of games early in the season to put yourself in the conversation, and then you got to win it in the games that matter. And it helps if your team wins it too. Yeah. Here's the, here's the thing. At some point, like if if you if you can't stop Tennessee offensively, I, like I don't think our secondary plays a worse game than that, and you still it's won. Gonna be hard, yes. Um, yep, still won, baby. Go on. So, <laughs> so I'm I'm just thinking like, dude. At some point, a team has to outscore Tennessee. I mean, and that's a big ask. I mean that that offense. If they don't turn the football over, you don't give them that freebie with Prince and Vant. 
I think this game is over a lot quicker. Yeah, I gotta agree with that. I know it's hypotheticals, but I gotta agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out. I'm wearing my Vol Stalker shirt. Big dub over Kentucky just now. On the road, okay. I believe. Love yes, it. on the road. Go get some dubs. We love dubs. Love dubs. dubs um, college football. College football. Bad week for betting. Some crazy games. I guess that's all you can ask. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's really nothing like really interesting to talk about in the SEC. I haven't gotten to watch it yet, but apparently just the meltdown by both. Apparently, Brian Harsons uh, and Drinkowitz wanted to get fired this week because they tried to give the game away, apparently, both teams. <laughs> um, Arkansas A&M, what a just – man, you got to feel for Arkansas's kicker. Just talk about a dong punch. He hit it off the top of the upright. I mean, he murdered that ball, just compressed it. Very unfortunate. I did get home in time to watch pretty much that play only. Dude, what about freaking Clemson and Wake Forest? Shout out Sam Hartman. I mean, he's got to throw his name in the conversation, too. Against that defense, 20 for 29, 337 yards, six touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's pretty freaking impressive. Yeah. Now, their defense is terrible. (laughs) I mean, they let DJ throw for 371 and five touchdowns himself. But, I mean, what what a – I hope you took the over. I did. Nice. Was that your one lock? That was not my lock. My uh, one lock was TCU over SMU. Covering. That was over, but it was a nice one. So. I think my one lock was Cal. <laughs> I, I tailed that, too, so I got, I thought, uh, got to win. Uh, what about Middle Tennessee on Miami? Um, hey, uh, I'm going to at you right now because you argued with me about it for way too long. Uh, Matty Shreds, how about that swagger by Mario Cristobal? <laughs> is that what he said? He said he's swag, and that's why they yeah. should win? Well, he just said he liked him better than Hypel because Mario Cristobal had swag. Oh, yeah. how much swag so, does he have now? I don't know. I'm kind of curious. Like, He obviously is lacking by at least 14 points of swag. Yeah. I don't know if it's more, um, more, but it's at least 14. Yeah, that's a that's a tough go. Um, MTSU lost to uh, James Madison earlier in the season, forty-four to seven. So, yikes! Yikes! <laughs> yikes! Uh, Kansas Duke. I wish College Game Day had. Got, I just wanted College Game Day at LSU so bad. I wanted to go, but it what it yeah, is. it's weird having it at. You know, when you throw a tailgate and have your own stuff to kind of go to, it's hard to kind of make that College Game Day. At, you know, with us apparently, but shout out to the tailgate. Everybody who stopped by, um, yes, we had a great, great time. time. Some great food. Shout out to uh, to my my parents for making that happen, and um, and everybody else who, who kind of contributed. Jesse Berry as well for for oh yeah throwing, throwing Jesse on some pork. Uh, Austin White for for sponsoring. If you're looking to buy sell a home here, give him a call. Yeah, not a better guy to to buy or sell a home with just a dude's dude you did both speaking from experience i did both yeah um he did it for me simple easy process and uh he just makes it happen so if you if you want a simple easy process get a better home than you had previously hit him up yeah 
Do it right now. Hit him up. We're going to wait for you to do that. We'll continue yeah, here. We'll wait. Moment of silence. <laughs> um, any other? I know we've kind of talked about when we talked rankings. Um, we also didn't mention that Florida's out, which as we were leaving, there was a Florida fan talking trash about the previous years. Said, I said, well, you can enjoy those 17 wins out of the top 25. And he said they weren't going to be out of the top 25. So. I literally got told in the stadium that I wasn't a true Tennessee fan. People are idiots, dude. Um, so that was great. The, I just don't understand people sometimes. It's like I've been drinking all day, and I'm nowhere close to as drunk as you, so I don't know what you did. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it was – he he poked my wife when she didn't like cheer enough. Apparently, she, well, she didn't cheer on defense, and they got the conversion. And she, he basically blamed it on her. Um, Which makes sense. I mean, she could and have then, stopped that from happening. Yeah, right. <laughs> she could have strapped on some pads and a helmet and and made that happen. But uh, and. You know, my sister was sitting over there next to him, and they they kept, like, just laying on her, and, like, they sit on her twice. They knocked the – you know, this lady behind us, they knocked her water bottle out of her hands and, like, went all over and just kind of, like, looked at her and laughed. Um, I mean, it it was just boiling until it got to the point where, um, you know – my dad has to, you know, add fuel to the fire a little bit, but he was like, you got to make plays if you want to win this game. Well, the guy just, like, turns around and just looks at me. I think he thought I said it. And I was like, what are you looking at? He said, you. And I was like, well, can you stop? And then we just stood up and kind of yelled at each other. And then the security guard came down there, and it is what it is. But, you know, if there's some people in front of uh, – like, in between us, but if there wasn't, like, he definitely would have been thrown off. So yeah. did you have the high ground? Oh, uh, we were the same, yeah. No, same, but yeah, I, same row. Yeah, I would have had the high ground very easily. Yeah, I, I, I've had some people argue with me from lower, like try to fight me, and I'm like, you're gonna lose. Yeah, I'm, I'm standing above you. You're gonna lose, mm-hmm. which yeah. isn't often in my case because I'm short. But <laughs> in this case, I do have the high ground. Yeah, but um, it's like it's on, a it's war. a Tennessee fan. He was like. He's like, I'm a season ticket holder. Who are you? I was like, I am too. Brother, also, I, I have I have cushions on my seats. You don't. You're sitting on the aluminum. How do you feel about that? Hey, we don't diss that. Uh, <laughs> dude, there's 70,000 other t- season ticket holders in the stadium. You think you're special? Yeah. I was like, and I've I, been in the same seat. I was here the last time we beat Florida in these same seats. And I hate to diss you because I sit in the vestal part of Neyland, and I love it. But also, mm-hmm. you're a season ticket holder. And ZZ, ZZ Love. You ain't paying much, buddy. You ain't giving. You're not giving anything to the program. You're just paying to get in. So right, and this tips. is probably your first time being a season yeah. ticket holder, and that's why you're using that. So comment. Calm, calm down. Yeah. You're not big bucks over here. You're good. Yeah. Also, like, don't put your hand. Don't touch people. If you want to act like an idiot, go ahead. Don't touch people. And don't get – I mean, he was trying to, like – he's like, everybody stand up. Come on. Just being so obnoxious. There used to be a guy like that. Maybe the same guy. He just moved up to the upper deck. Like, he used to sit 
10 rows ish in front of Jesse Berry. Oh, he was obnoxious. He he wasn't that aggressive, but he was just trying to get everybody pumped up all the time. And I'm like, dude, no one's going to listen to you. If they want to cheer, they're going to cheer. No one's yeah. going to listen. It's like, dude, you can't name a single player on that defense right now, but you're sitting here trying to make me cheer for him. Also, it was, dude, it was so tight in that stadium yesterday. I did accidentally knock the sunglasses off this lady. She had them on like the back of her head. And all I did was like, was reaching in my pocket, I think. Like, I was putting my left hand down and just knocked him right off her head. I was like, I'm so sorry. Gosh. <laughs> it was tight, dude. I was like, I couldn't manspread at all. It was awesome. Mm. I loved it, but didn't get to manspread. Yeah, I'm like, I've never really got an altercation with somebody because I'm kind of even keel. Like, even though I'm kind of fuming and, and mad or, or, you know, pretty excited, you can't really tell. Um, but man, because I like I just like to sit and watch the game. Like I enjoy just watching football. So like I don't have to yell, you know. I I clap and stuff like that. Um, but I'm not a huge. I can't, you know, kind of yeah. in your face. You're 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 a little bit more vocal than I am. Yeah, you're probably a lot more vocal than I am. No, here's the thing. I'm in a similar boat as you. Like I don't need to stand up and scream. I don't need to like. I got kind of the same boat. Now, I do the – we score. I'm high-fiving everybody around me. If people want to hug around me, we're hugging. Like, we're celebrating. Yeah. But, like, when we – something bad happens, I don't scream it out. I'll usually lean over to whoever I'm at the game with and just be like, that was bad or, like, holy crap, what are we doing? It's more of just, like, the excitement. Like, because I enjoy getting fired up in those moments because, like, that's what I love most about Neyland Stadium. Yeah. Now, I'll talk some trash, but it's never, like – F you, Florida. It's yeah. just like when – I can't remember what Billy Napier did late, but I just screamed out, I hope you enjoy your three years at Florida. <laughs> like, yeah. like, just like friendly trash talk like that. And then as we're coming off the – as they're coming off the field at half, Florida is, number 94, some white dude is trying to get the – you know, talking – you know, just talking trash, trying to get the crowd pumped up. And I was just like, dude, you wouldn't have even been allowed to walk onto the team if your daddy didn't donate. So get in the tunnel <laughs> and shut up. So like that kind of stuff. Like nothing like – overly insulting just trash talk a little bit and i'm only usually yelling it loud enough for like the six people around me to hear it like if you're not in my general vicinity you're not gonna hear it yeah i, I like to cheer when we score when we do something big like i'm one of the first people and i have a great reaction time so i'm one of the first people to stand up when we do do something but i'm i'm not the person that like on third down where i'm stomping on the bleachers and saying oh the entire yell. time i clap i can't yell yeah, I like can't. my my, I've already talked so much throughout this entire day that I don't have much of a voice left. I have to save it for when we do do something good. <laughs> yeah, like I can yell like in short spurts, like short spurts, like I did when they run out of the tee. Mm. But like when we, you know, when the play clock starts and the crowd starts going, I mean that's thirty seconds of sustained yelling if you yell the whole time. Yeah, like that. And, that's for a student section. Yeah, and like when it's starting to, you know, when the play clock's starting to get down, I like to get involved a little bit and get a little, you know, go defense. Here's when I will yell for a sustained amount of time. I love a good defense chant. You want to get me involved? Give me a defense chant. There's <laughs> nothing better. Nothing better. Huge defensive guy. Huge defense guy. Um, no, it was a it was a good time. I know we had a great time. No, I didn't see any. Any spats? Hey, well, no Florida well, fans either. A lot, a lot of times, people in L will sell their tickets to Florida fans. One year, I had a Florida fan sit in front of me in 15, 18, mm -hmm. chomped in my face. Bad, 
but no, none in, none in L around us now. So that was good. Well, the, so the security guard came down there and was like, hey, do I need to get a cop? And we were just like, I mean, if he doesn't stop, there's going to be a problem. <laughs> like if he puts on ha- uh, his hands on somebody else, there's going to be a problem. So then they they had the cop ready, but didn't bring him down there. And he could just kind of – after the security guy went over there and talked to him, he kind of stopped a little bit. Just being obnoxious toward other people. He was still obnoxious. He right. was just wasn't toward other people. Right. It's like you're not a you're not a freaking student section leader. <laughs> like <laughs> if you want to be that, go, go to A and M. Yeah, um, I did. I don't know if they were making fun of me or if they were just laughing with me. I don't know if they knew I was kind of doing it for comedic purposes more than anything else. Like that video of I posted on Snapchat of them running out of the tea. Um, I just thought it was funny. That's why I did it at the Akron game. I'm going to continue to do it because I think it's funny. Um, I, when I got done recording, the, the girls behind me or one of the girls behind me was like, wow, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I did the the turnover video too, wow, same comment. Wow, that was a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if they thought I was being like dead serious. I mean, you know, yeah, part of me is done, doing it for like Tennessee, but the other part of me is like, this is a funny video. I'm yeah. going to make it, so. Yeah, no, it was it was fun. There was a that's what I like to try to do too. It's just, it's just it was a South Carolina fan that one time, Florida fan that one time. If you're a Tennessee fan, like even there was someone being just annoying about a call, and Sam turned around and said something. I was like, Sam, they're not gonna change their mind. Just stop. <laughs> like you're good. Um, oh yeah, the people that don't know any of the rules. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, Which also, especially it, it's it's worse at high school the, football games because you can always hear that person that's just. Like, dude, you're so wrong, and everybody else knows it except for you. Right. There was a the refs yesterday, the head ref on that uh, goal line plays. He called. There were two calls, both against Florida in that drive in at the goal line in the north end zone, and I'm watching him on the jumbotron, and he pointed towards Tennessee. So he did personal foul, and I can't hear. I can only see it. Personal foul. And he points to Tennessee, and I was like, what did we get a personal foul for? And then, sure enough, we get a first down, mark it off forward. So, I thought the Jumbotron camera was flipped or something. But then someone in the north end zone told me, no, he pointed at Tennessee, Tennessee's way both times. He also said the kicking team got a block, had a block yes. in the back. <laughs> like, what? Yes. I was like, what, what, what are we – well, all I, I couldn't – at that point, again, could not see what he was doing. I just pointed towards Tennessee's way that time. And I was like, what did we do? Yeah. Very confusing. And then he made a – he called a delay a game on the, encro- on the encroachment on the last drive on us. Or on, on them, but he called it on us. Oh, okay. But it was it – was, they did penalize them, mm-hmm. but he called it on Tennessee. Yeah, I was like – I turned to the guy behind me when he said that uh, block in the back, and I was like, wouldn't that be the most Tennessee thing ever <laughs> if we got a block in the back on a kickoff? Like, and we kicked it off? Yeah. So, he did – I don't know what he said because they said they were going to fix the ref speakers, which they were better than they were last week. Cause they they fixed the speaker. And, they didn't fix the ref. Well, I couldn't hear him <laughs> in the south end zone. Oh. But at least I wasn't hearing, like, feedback. So, that's okay with me. So, all I could see him do was delay a game signal instead of the encroachment signal. Yeah. So. Um, Refs suck. Not a lot else in college football. Um, Michigan had a pretty close game. Ohio State just beat the crap out of Wisconsin. Um, 
USC barely beat Oregon State. Washington, I think, is pretty good. <laughs> Are we making that decision now? Yeah, I, I think they're pretty good. You know uh, you got to wait. It's week four. <laughs> I think they're good. Okay, maybe. I mean, that – they beat the crap out of Michigan State. They beat the crap out of Stanford. I think I think they are Michigan a pretty. State got the crap beat out of them by Minnesota though too this week. I agree. I know, um, but I'm just saying like I don't think the Pac-12 is just going to be won by Oregon or USC. I think okay. Washington has something to say about it. I'd be I'd be okay with saying that just because I, I just don't think USC turns out in all that great. Yeah. After getting every transfer ever known to man in college football. Yeah. Um, um, Minnesota. Uh, it, it it does. When Oklahoma loses, it, it makes me feel a little. I feel I feel pretty good inside. Are we circling Minnesota? By the way, I thought they were frauds. Even after destroying Colorado, Colorado sucks. Are we circling them now after that just dominating performance against Michigan State? Something about they got they got a they they got to beat some teams in the. They do get Purdue this week. And then they get Penn State in two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, I just think if you're not top three in your top three or four in your um, conference, that you're just okay. They don't have to play Ohio State though this year. Who do they have to play? So this is their schedule left: Purdue, Illinois, Penn State, Rutgers, Nebraska, Northwestern, Iowa, Wisconsin. I have not watched them play. I have only seen their scores. But if you are four and zero, and that's the only schedule you have left. You are thinking twelve and zero is in your mind. Yeah, well, let's see after how bad if they can beat Purdue and how bad they beat them. Maybe I change my mind, but really, I'm circling Penn State. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, circle Minnesota is like, hey, look at this team. Because, like I said, if you're a good football team and that's your schedule left, you're thinking twelve and zero is possible. Yeah, you're or you're thinking Big Ten championship and then um, get blown out by Michigan or Ohio State, <laughs> whoever wins that game. <laughs> or or win that game and go to the playoff and get beat by 40. That'd be fun. Yeah, so either one. Pick your poison. <laughs> I think that, I think the second option. I think my option's fun, more fun. <laughs> um, if, or, Oregon if, beat Washington State. It was – Washington State yeah, was beating them, and then they came back. I don't even care. If you don't cover, I don't care. Good teams win, oh, man. Great teams cover. I don't care. Ole Miss uh, didn't have a great game against Tulsa. Lost that one. So, um, they did show scores, by the way, in the stadium. They showed that old Miss Tulsa score, and then they showed that replay. And as it's happening, I'm I'm just like, me and Sam are laughing because we know they score. And everyone else is like on the edge of their seat. Oh, and they, they cheer? They <laughs> it's like we already knew. It was probably like 15 minutes earlier. <laughs> they also tried to do a studio update in the middle of one of our offensive plays. Like, what are we doing? Jumbo, Jumbotron, get it together. Did you see Lee Corso um, walking on the field yesterday? No. He like – they're on the opposite side, but he walk like he like walks through the end zone, like Shane, in the middle Shane of a play. <laughs> I don't maybe, <laughs> maybe. Oh, um, Theo Vaughn and Caleb Presley uh, wedding our coach. What do you think about that? I did not like that we dumped Gatorade on Josh Heupel. Now that I found out it wasn't us, and it just turned out to be some guys making funny content, I'm all in. That's hilarious. I think it is hilarious. I think it's it, – I mean, They're never I, think, I just think it's weird. It would be, like, a lot different if it was, like, Big Cat did it at Wisconsin. 
Right. But like those two guys that like have like zero ties to Tennessee is right. it's yeah. hilarious. It's funny. But yeah. but but it's like okay. <laughs> I'm sure Josh I was like, who the hell? <laughs> They're probably not gonna get sideline access anymore. <laughs> no, that's probably it. Yeah. Also, I will not dump Gatorade on you, Josh Heupel, unless you beat Alabama, if you let me on the sideline. Okay, yeah. Actually, no, I won't dump it on you. Tony Vitello, you're better be on watch, though. If Tennessee yeah, we, wins, well, that's, we've had Xander Seacrest at a tailgate. I think the next step is Tony Vitello. Yeah. Hey, you want to you convince some kids to come to Knoxville? Bring by the more important issues tailgate. They'll have a good time. They'll come to Knoxville. Yeah, also uh, some other baseball players, Hunter and Tanner, came as well. Um, yeah, love that. So, appreciate y'all coming by and uh, getting also, some cookies, getting some food. Speaking of all baseball, bat flip, all that stuff, um, Dylan Taylor, we didn't get a picture with you, so you got to come back. Yep. How's that sound? Yeah, and Joe came uh, and brought the Gatorhead. That was pretty dope. Um, Dude, looking back, I should have. We had Ziploc baggies. I should have tried to take it in the stadium. Dude, I I had a lot of people. They're like, um, why, why didn't Joe ever come to y'all's tailgate? I'm like, he's on his way. Apparently, <laughs> he made an and he was college game. I had to go to the front of the lot to make sure I found him. Um, <laughs> he, was he was up like in the church. His voice was gone before the game. Yeah, he, he, he was got done. rowdy at the college. He was game. all up in college game day. So. <laughs> I just love that he was wearing a Home Depot vest and a Home Depot Which, guy. like, he had to be. I mean, he's Joey Boots. You don't get that name by just, you know, we're not tiptoeing around college yeah. game day. He's <laughs> He's got to be all up in it. Boots on the ground. He had to get there. Yeah. Shout out to University Traditions, too. Um, I'm not wearing one of their hats right now. I wore it to the game again. Tennessee's 4-0 while I wear those hats. Um, season take a holder right next to me. I don't know him other than just being neighbors in Neyland. And uh, he had, I see him walk in, and I, you should have seen the smile on my face. I was like, you got your one. Heck yeah. So, and I saw a bunch of them this week. So, shout out to yeah. University Traditions. Making uh, me look good. Making Neelan look good. I, I love it. Um, most important. You want to get to our segments? You good? Anything yeah. else? Yeah, most important would be great. Um, Let's go. Do you have one? Just right off the cuff here. <laughs> Uh, this one isn't going to be popular. I, the more I thought about it, I like Bianca. I like Bianca. Is it Blair? Belair. Belair. Bianca Belair. I like that college guest picker. College game day guest picker. I thought she did a good job. I, I went back and, and watched some highlights. I thought she, uh, I love that Pat McAfee sang Rocky Top. That was We got to teach badass. him chant, though. Did he, he woo? It's great to be a Tennessee volunteer. It's great. Oh, did he? <laughs> I didn't see that. That's funny. Also, oh my gosh, most important. This okay. So my childhood, one of the like, one of the things I remember vividly when I was younger is, no matter who we beat, we would leave the stadium. We'd walk through just the the depths of the south end zone, which I don't know how often you've walked out of the east sideline and and the south end zone. You know, it's kind of dark and small and creepy and cramped, and everyone in there would be yelling, "It's great to be a Tennessee ball." And it was awesome. It's one of my favorite memories. Well, recent history, you don't get that anymore. Because True. if you win, you beat Ohio by three. Or, or you lost to Florida. Last night, it's great to be a Tennessee ball. was going nuts. People were singing Rocky Top in the in – the, um, Did Texas lose? To, I don't want to talk about it. 
Actually, I, I, I do have another most important. I meant to share this on college, during college football, so I'll share that. But, dude, it was awesome. I, I started chanting it, and every time I started chanting it after, like, bigger wins, people just don't join in because I just don't think that passion's been there. Like, Butch Jones and Jeremy Pruitt killed that passion. Josh Heupel's brought it back. And last night, people were loving it. It was awesome. It's great to be a Tennessee ball. Some students were trying to chant, we want Bama. And I was like, no, we don't. Shut up. We want LSU next. We'll talk about Bama later. Yeah. Um, but it's great to be a Tennessee ball. is back. because it. What do you mean? we got to play the bye week next week. Ball. We do got to play the bye week. Bye week's been a killer. Now, didn't that yeah, win, it's, didn't it's that not. The helmet got us? Yeah, it's not a lay down <laughs> it's, it's like not. it used to be. It is certainly not. Um, <clears throat> mine is college game day signs. Okay. Let's hear the good ones. I saw some, but let's, let's see what you got. Uh, well, one of mine, and, and this just, it was great because Tennessee won and Texas lost. And I just love, like, just people, like, we're playing Florida, but they're just okay with throwing a random shot at Texas. It says, welcome to the real UT. Texas sucks. Um, <laughs> and then they ended up, did, they suck. They so, great one. Um, <laughs> So I, I didn't, I didn't, I saw some other ones. The Tony Vitella one of him uh, with his face on on a naked guy that the, I, I think did the baseball team bring it? I, maybe they team, didn't. They didn't bring it. They just took a picture with it. Maybe. Um, I wish so they obviously put Tony Vitello's face on there. I wish they had somehow edited instead of a bear skin rug, it was a gator skin rug. That would have been oh, that icing cool. on the cake. Cool. But it was a great. It was great regardless. I, I mean, just, it was de- it was definitely like just thought of like a couple like maybe oh, the sure. day before. But, I, I just right. I mean, so I didn't even know it was a bearskin rug until today when I was looking at it, and I realized that's what it was. Well, it's actually like it was on my body, <laughs> so I knew it was a bearskin rug. <laughs> um, but I love the sheets before, like as the weekend gets here. The sh- like in in the four and then you know, front row and stuff like that. So this is one, um, and it's it's funny to me. So whatever. <laughs> if you don't think it's funny, that's, that's on you. Um, it says, more U.S. citizens have been killed by U.F.'s 08 football team than COVID falls by 90. That's good. Um, there, someone was also wearing an Aaron Hernandez jersey at the Boston. And it was like a new – it was like a recent – they had it customized. <laughs> Aaron Hernandez, which I kind of hope it was a Tennessee fan. That would be hilarious. Also, like, terrible on you. I'm out of work for a minute. You know, always bothering me. Okay. Um, what are you bothering me? So I have a – that's all my most important, other than Tennessee just beating Florida. So, uh, my last one is um, Texas, Texas Tech. Texas Tech stormed the field. Um, don't love that, but you know, they did, and you did get a good moment out of it. Um, first off, the guy that took the video, he's videoing himself. He falls down jumping onto the field. <laughs> he, he starts to get up and run, notices that the Longhorn, like, mascot, not Bevy, he would have gotten murdered. Like, uh, Bevo. Bevo, sorry. Who's Bevy? Is that a mascot? <laughs> Bevy. Bevo. He was Bevy yesterday. He sucked. He <laughs> um, Bevo, not the live one, but the actual mascot. And he just, in his face, gives him a horns down. Yeah, that was it awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. Love that. Um, that was honestly the only reason why I knew they lost. Because <laughs> I saw that video. 
Yeah, three thirty games. They just like you're so tired, like you're making your way back to the stadium that you don't really get to see other than those noon games that we watch. Maybe the first quarter of. Yeah. Just not a lot of football gets watched on. Yeah, that's the like only that. thing that stinks about 3.30. But I'd rather be at a Tennessee tailgate, at the more important issues tailgate specifically, than watching football, personally. Yeah. I, I, I do have one more most important. Tony Vitello did not get arrested. Did he go streaking? Can't confirm. Don't know. <laughs> but he didn't get arrested. I know that. Or he didn't get arrested until maybe after the game. So... He got to see it. I, I guess that was his main goal was seeing the game. So I loved that him and Grant Williams, they just wanted to pump up the crowd when they were announced. Yeah. I love that. All of all, baby. Yeah, they got – so I don't know if you noticed this, but when Bianca Blair got announced, yeah, she tore her hair. Did you notice who the person next to her was? And he did not get announced. Yeah, he did. Christian Coleman got announced. Yeah, oh, I I did they, not they hear. They announced they announced him first. Okay. They I don't think again speakers are not been great. I feel like I only caught I, the way I know is because they mentioned a U.S. Olympian. Gotcha. Okay. That's how I know they they announced him. So th- did they announce him at the same time? Like no. They, so they'll announce him, let him cheer, and then announce. okay. Like that's how I they did. I just didn't also, notice dude, a big cheer for that. Who did I think Jordan? Who did I was like. They so Jordan uh, McRae was it right? Yeah, Jordan McRae yeah. was there, and James he was walk- Yeah, and he was. So they were walking out, and I was like, "Wait, who was it?" Oh, he looks like um. God, who do I think it was? They said Vols in the NFL, and I was like, "Wait a minute, is that?" God, who does he look like? Now it's gonna bother me. Oh my gosh. He looked like who whoever I was thinking for a split second. Josh Malone? Josh Palmer? Might have been Alante. One of the Joshes, I think. It's not Palmer, so it must be Malone. But I was like, is that Josh Malone? Maybe it was hmm. that. But then I was like then I saw Jaden Springer and I was like, No, that's basketball players, but they just said the NFL. He doesn't look like Josh Malone. I don't know who I thought he looked like for a split second. Um Back to fails. Um, apparently, Arizona State staffers were leaking information to help opponents and get Herm Edwards fired. That can't be true. I I can't be true. I think like someone from Arizona or someone from other teams in the Pac-12 are saying that so that Arizona State becomes even more. Wouldn't you say that? It's an easy way to not get coaches there and just create dysfunction. I mean, did that not kind of happen at Tennessee with Jeremy Pruitt? No, well, it happened in the early 2000s. Hey, somebody was spilling the beans. Somebody, there's a story, I can't remember it now, completely off the top of my head. Somebody copied Tennessee's playbook and sent it to Spurrier. I think it was a GA. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, with Jeremy Pruitt, somebody gave the information out. Oh, I don't remember that coming out, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, wait, do you mean about the, do you mean about the investigation? Or do you mean yeah. – oh, okay. I didn't know if you well, – Well, I mean, somebody had to bring it up beforehand. Right, right. As And we we kind of expected it to be Jimmy Brumball because he got fired in the middle of the season. But um, somebody, somebody was leaking information, and that's how the investigation got started. Yeah, I think it was more about 
I think this one was like game day information. Okay. Because Herm Edwards was already under investigation by the NCAA for recruiting violations. Right. So I think this was game like game day information. The way I okay. understood it. Okay. Because it said he was leaking it to opposing teams. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. So I just don't think still that's a fail. Like if you have people willing to do that, you're running a terrible program. Landon, me and you are best friends, and if we're coaching uh, different teams across country, and you give me information about it, you're never gonna coach for me. You're a snake. Well, like we're not you're you're burning here. jobs. Do what? Then we're. I guess we're not that great of friends. Then you would hire me. I mean, you would be on my staff anyway. You wouldn't be Let's on an opposing we staff. Aren't. Good, this is a hypothetical. No, Good this God. is not. <laughs> this is real life, Caleb. This is no GTA. I, if that's true, the only way it's true is if the person doing it was not even stupid, delusional. Which, yeah. I guess those people exist, so maybe it is true. But it just sounds too absurd to me. For multiple reasons, not just because oh, I can't believe this would happen, just because. Here's another thing: Why would opposing coaches admit that? Yeah, aren't you admitting to like cheating, pretty much? Yeah. You think? Very dumb. Very dumb. Um, my fail is probably most important. I just thought it was absolutely hilarious. The Virginia Tech guy, when they went to uh, a quarter break, have you seen this? I tweeted it. And he flips off the camera. Immediately realizes, uh, yeah. my mom Ooh. and grandma are watching at home. Oh, oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. I love that. Yeah, I love the instant regret. Yeah, on some also it happens to everybody. Yeah, oh yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, thankfully I've got I've less regret with age, but yeah, definitely happens. Um, all right, another one. I have one more that I'll go ahead and yeah, uh, it's um I guess the old age of high school football, like when we were in high school and just how big players have gotten in high school. This is a high school football player. Oh my sign him. I don't care how good he is, sign him. That's a bus guy. Travel squad, uh, everything. Sign him. Where is he at? Texas, Georgia? I have no clue. It's just he's somewhere in the United States, but he looks like that. Like, what in the world? How does this happen? What does his parents look like? What did they feed him? I need to know secrets. And when I was in college, I mean, I couldn't even – he probably freaking curls what I squat. (laughs) Yeah, that's a big dude. Jesus. So why is that a fail though? Just because he's probably it's just a, in it's high just school? it's it's more of a fail <laughs> on like college or high school football programs like before all the training and stuff really like took off. Yeah, that too, and probably on birth certificates are probably on the hot seat a little bit because apparently they're easy to fake. Because he's got to be twenty two, right? At least you, you would think. I don't have another fail. I think the last thing I'm going to leave show with, though, is. I love that. I forgot to did tweet you tweet it, it? I forgot. You forgot? Oh. Yeah. Well, I did. Technically, I did schedule it. You did. Technically, I scheduled it. But technically, also, you already tweeted it, but yes. 
I, I wrote you saw that I wrote a schedule. You did. Um, I loved your tweet too. Did I retweet or just like it? I'm not, okay, I did. Which one? The Hypel and Napier. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. And then I loved uh, that Bill Vall guy's response to to you, and it's just Hypel smiling ear to ear. Dude, if Hypel doesn't legitimately love this place, he's the greatest actor and salesman of all time. Yeah, I love that freaking. So, man, how fun is this, man? He just seems like. Oh, my wife told me this today. Guy. Yeah, he, she was like, he just seems like he's just having a blast. I was like, he really does. Right. Like there, it, there's not a single time in the media, and, and Tennessee's a top ten team. They're winning. You know, maybe it's not like that all the time, but it generally, it genuinely seems like he is enjoying every single moment that he's had since he got to Knoxville. Yeah, we'll find out when, when when the losses come because they will. It's just part of football. Um, we'll find out kind of how that media goes. But I mean, even last year, like nothing alarming. Where you're like, "Why did you say that?" Yeah. And I like that he doesn't like berate media members for because I think not that media can't ask stupid questions because it does happen often, but there are questions that the media has to ask because it's their job. Like it's why they're there. For instance, the injury. We know what he's gonna say, but you have to ask. You have yeah. to. So I love like when it comes up, he just you know kind of chuckles and he's like, "You just ask Wes." <laughs> like, yeah. It was it's funny and and he doesn't berate him for it. He knows they have to ask it. He knows he has to respond in some way. So yeah, just I mean, it just it's why you're there. It's part of the job. One of the stupid things you have to do, but yeah, no like no media member wants to waste their question on that because they know the answer. But if they leave there and no one asks that, you can't do that. So I yep. I'm glad he doesn't. He doesn't go Shane Beamer on him. And, you know, I don't know if he's just like – I know yesterday was just a huge day for recruiting in general. Um, you had some official visitors here, uh, David Hobbs, Boston Lang. Apparently Lang's already got some crystal balls headed toward Tennessee's way. Um, but it, it was it was a big one for those 24s. You know, a lot of commits were here. Some of them, that was their first game in Neyland Stadium. So – um, really got to enjoy that. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if he's always – that's always kind of on his mind is just recruiting. But him saying that, I mean, how does a kid not say, like, man, that would be a cool coach to play for? Right. 100%. 100%. After he just dropped – like, after he just beat a top 20 team, you know, and put up, you know, almost 600 yards total offense. So, it's got <laughs> it's got to resonate well with recruits. 100%. And uh, I – so – me and Landon probably won't get this opportunity. It'd be cool if we did. If someone else does, I, I want this question to be asked for Josh Heupel, but I'm asking you to kind of what you think the response would say, what he would say, and you have to ask it this way. It wasn't – Tennessee wasn't Josh Heupel's dream job. There's no way. He's from North, North Dakota, South Dakota, one of the Dakotas. Yeah. D- Dakota. Um, Dakota. <laughs> not an SEC guy growing up. Sure, he watched some of it. Went to Oklahoma. Um, you know, Coached at Oklahoma, Missouri. UCF, no Tennessee ties, no real SEC ties other than one year at Missouri. So it's not his dream job. But looking back, knowing what you know now, would you call the Tennessee situation or Tennessee your dream job? I feel like he has to say yes. And I'm not saying because of the orange and white or because of the Tennessee, but when you come into this environment, when you get to do a cool vol walk like Akron and Tennessee somehow tops Akron's vol walk with Florida, um, when you go to a bowl game and, you know, you're, it's going to happen soon, 
and you can't get off the bus at the stadium because they can't get through the fans, and you're going to have to do a vol walk there. Um, when you get a checker kneeling, when you get a crowd that cheers for – it was so loud after the game. Like, well after the game. It was so loud. It was you still checkered. Moments, like, people weren't yeah. leaving. Yeah. You get moments like that. LSU, I think you're going to be impressed with the fans. I know there's some impressive road games last year, too. Would you call this your dream job knowing what you know now? I don't know how. Like, and I know what he kind of has to say, but I'd be interested to see how he answered it because I yeah. feel like, yes. I think you could even take the Tennessee name off of it and just go, this situation, knowing what you know now, how could you not? Well, and, like, he was comfortable at UCF. It wasn't like they were trying to get rid of him. It wasn't like, you know, Tennessee was just this, like, powerhouse at the time either. I mean, with the – I mean, look at last – the roster he took over was terrible. Yeah. Um, but there's he that – He could have waited for a better job. If yeah. There there was a – you know, you go back and, you know, watch Tennessee in the early years. You watch Neyland Stadium in those games. You're like, oh, man, I want to get back to that. It's It's got to – that's got to be your – I mean, it had to be his goal. Right. Um, but, man, he got to see it up close and personal yesterday. And maybe you got a little bit of something in Ole Miss last year, but there wasn't like any – it wasn't like yesterday. It's better with a win because while Tennessee fans, myself included, are crazy, it it's crazy in the best way when Tennessee wins. Mm-hmm. In the best yep. way. I mean, we thought we'd be some – You did something that Jeremy Pruitt couldn't do. Butch Jones did it once. Um – Dooley didn't. Kiffin didn't. I mean, you you did something yesterday that a lot of coaches here haven't done or only done, um, you know, a handful of times. So, yeah. And if I'm a if I'm Tennessee's recruiting staff, anybody on an official visit Saturday morning, any game, we're starting in Market Square, we're eating breakfast, and then I'm putting you on a golf cart and we're driving from Market Square all the way to Ag Campus because the game day environment from 5 a.m. on was insane. Yep. If you want to play for – if you want to play somewhere where it matters all the time, if you want to play somewhere where you can make some money and matter to the fans, come to Tennessee. Yep. We were there dark to dark yesterday. Yeah, we were. Uh, so. <laughs> Literally sun up to sundown. Yep. And it was, that worth, was... Every, it was worth every second. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of all I got. Props to Tennessee. Um, Florida is now 0-6 against Tennessee's baseball, football, and basketball programs in the Go year 2022. Um, we're back. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming to the tailgate. Um Tony Vitello, your invitation is open. So Make plans uh, it, for Alabama, everybody. Yeah, yeah. It, it's on you to, to make it there. We're going to be there. All you got to do is show up. Um, guys, thanks again. Go Vols. We're bringing the boat in, and we out. Sweet. I'm